Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. In an episode a few weeks ago called... McMansion and wife, Homer and Marge meet a new neighbor. (laughs) And when Homer shakes his hand, the guy comments on his strong grip. And I'm just going to play you the scene so you can hear it for yourself. Whoa, that's quite a grip. See, Marge, strangling the boy has paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Yeah. (laughs) So they're taking it out. I guess he's not going to do it anymore. Not going to do it anymore. Nope. And The Simpsons is now in its 35th season. That is mind-blowing, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? It? Yeah. it is. When was the last time you watched an episode of The Simpsons? 25 years ago. I know. <laughs> when I was in the first gr- in, fifth grade. When I was in college. <laughs> but think of how many like generations of kids have watched yeah. that show. Right, you know? right, right. That's wild. That is wild. They are yellow people. It's not real. So if you see something on that show. It's not true. That's right. a, I don't believe it. Just pretend it's just a story for entertainment. I always <laughs> like how they predict the future, though. That is like really how weird. it's it like wild. Fifteen years ago, they said we were going to do this, and then it happened. Yeah, that's Didn't, eerie. That Didn't is they weird. have Donald Trump as a president? They, they did. did. Yeah, they've had like a ton of stuff like that. Yeah. though. it's funny. All right, so Michael J. Fox, this guy. I mean, he's just he's just incredible. I mean, he's still just chugging along despite the physical toll that Parkinson's disease has been taking on his body for what seems like forever. Recent years, he's broken both arms and one shoulder, his orbital bone and cheek and one of his hands, which he almost then lost to an infection. And still, he's not worried. He says, one day I'll run out of gas. One day I'll just say it's not going to happen. I'm not going out today. If that comes, I'll, I'll allow myself that. He said, I'm 62 years old. Certainly, if I were to pass away tomorrow, it would be premature, but it wouldn't be unheard of. And so, no, I don't fear that. Hmm. It's not afraid. Yeah, that interview I saw of him on CBS Sunday morning recently. Yeah. He was talking about how often he falls. Yeah. yeah. You know, he says, you know, it's understandable. He says, just, you know, you lose your footing. He says, mm-hmm. especially, you know, the older I get. Sure. Uh, it's a little premature for me, but because of my condition, it's easy to happen as I'm going upstairs. And, you know, the family, I mean, they're pretty much used to it, so they don't freak out every time it happens. Right. But, yeah. You know, I'm, I break bones and stuff. I mean, that kind of the frequency of that kind of thing for me happens. Yeah. More than you'd think. God love him. Yeah. That's sad. Barbenheimer was not just a summer box office phenomenon. Now it's actually a movie. Low-budget cult movie legend Charles Band is making it. It is about Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer, Uh. a brilliant scientist from Daltopia. Daltopia. Who visits the real world and experiences the worst of humanity. 
Once she sees what's going on here, she decides to build a giant nuclear bomb and oh destroy it all. <laughs> <laughs> Dan fully admits that he is cashing in on a cultural phenomenon, and he's done it before. During the pandemic, he released Corona Zombies. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves a, a good classic. parody movie every once in a while. That's right. But he also thinks Barbenheimer is an opportunity to have fun and deliver some dark humor. That's funny. Uh, he's also done such classics and non-classics as Reanimator, Tourist Trap, the Puppet Master films, Evil Bong, the Ginger Dead Man, and Demonic Toys. Oh, that uh, at least fun. it's something new and different. And he's in the process of wrapping his latest flick, Bad CGI Gator. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Who was watching these? I don't know, but he's busy, he's creative, and it's happening. He paid him to make more, so he's got to be making money. Why not? Keeping that budget low. Crazy. Crazy. Yep. All right, so Taylor Swift, she's doing all right with her 1989 Taylor's version, debuting at number one on Billboard's 200 this week. You don't Um, say. But it is kind of a surprise because people didn't expect it to be quite this big. It sold almost 1.7 million copies. The biggest sales week for any album since Adele's 25 debuted with 3.5 in November of 2015. And most of those 1.7 million units, close to 1.4 million of them, were traditional albums. Hmm. So a lot of that has to do, I mean, she's so clever with her marketing. This 1989 Taylor's version is available in 15 collectible physical formats. Mm-hmm. Five color vinyl variants, eight CD versions, and two cassettes. Well, so, and you know, the super yeah. fans are getting one of each. And it's got 22 songs. So these are like some of your favorite songs. Mm-hmm. This was like her big pop album was Blank Space, Style, Shake It Off, Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many good ones on there. Yep. I'm not a close follower of Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I just saw her on TV this weekend. What was she on? Was she on some sort of interview? Oh, Probably. she might have been on some. An, she's got her book coming out. Interview that's show. What it was, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Her new memoir, My Name is Barbara, comes out tomorrow, and it's 992 pages long. Now, again, she's got I, stories. I don't, I don't follow her that closely, but she's been in entertainment for uh, well longer than I've been alive. Who was it? Was it Jen just asking last week? Yeah, yeah cuz we we were talking about her memoir. Yeah. And I was like, when was the last time she I have Where's I couldn't been? tell you the last time I saw her, the last time she was in a movie or was performing. I know I was yeah. just pulling Anything. it up. It's been a long time. But, you know, I I respect her for for who she is and what she does. I mean, she really is, you know, the triple threat. I mean, she can act, she can dance, she can sing. Uh, singing is probably her strongest. Uh or probably your strongest talent, but uh, but her mem- her new memoir, which comes out tomorrow, is 992 pages long. That's a long it book. It is a long book. And it's one of those situations where you could read it way faster than if you listen to it. Mm. She herself, unlike Britney, she reads the audio version. Oh, she does. Oh, God, how long is the audio version? It- 72 hours. It is more than two days long. Are you talking more than 48 hours? Yes. It clocks in at 48 hours and 15 minutes. 
Wow. wow. It's literally more than two days long. And apparently wow. she doesn't sing on it once. She did the uh, interview. The interview you're talking about, Tim, was probably on CBS Sunday Morning, which aired yesterday after the book jumped from number 25 to number four on, on Amazon. Wow. So. Crazy. There you go. You got something to listen to, Fritchie. Yeah. yeah thank you. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm right now. I'm kind of taking a break from my audible books. After, yeah. after the Britney experience, I'm taking a bit of a break and I'm going back to my podcasting. Got it. Yeah. So if something else comes out, I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just am not that interested in, in Babs. In Babs. Not today. <laughs> I can't. Two days worth. Now, if it was shorter, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really either. But at the same time, like. The stories are going to be, they have to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, if I was a little older and yeah. was, you know, more conscious of pop culture when she was at her heyday, I'd right. probably appreciate her more. Yep. But definitely respect her, man. She's amazing. Yep. Well, that's all I've got for right now. Unless right. you want to talk about the inductions. Well, I just got a, I got a couple of you quick... You got some clips? Yeah, just a couple of quick clips here I thought might be fun. Uh, 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place Friday. And uh, it began with Sheryl Crow being inducted by Laura Dern. And it kicked off musically with Olivia Rodrigo singing along with... Cheryl on this song. All right. The thing that I love about music is how it takes you right back to to a time in your life. You know? Yeah. Or in some cases, your other life. <laughs> yeah. So true. You know where you were. I yeah, mean, where that, did that's that the one take you? Well, the beauty of that is because a guy working radio, so yeah. I played this sure. on the radio yeah. in Tampa. Yep. Working with you. Yep. Uh. Yep. Coming up after Jen Jordan. <laughs> we'll have a little Cheryl Crow. Jeff Thomas will step in. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, various artists sang in honor of George Michael, Andrew Ridgely. From Wham! inducted George Michael. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tyler. 
Hey. Hey. Hey yourself. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How you been? Uh, been good. How are you guys doing? Pretty doing good. Great. Got your headlines here. There's three of them. You guessed the right one. And you're going to see Green Day. Okay. That's amazing. I okay, know. Cool I'm price. Ready. All right. So is it A? Woman uses her credit card to pay for a pair of shoes, then steals cashier's purse. Is it B? Man in stolen card gives cops his driver's license, flees, gets busted at his house an hour later. Or see a guy carjacked a Lyft driver after booking the ride under his own name. Let's go with B as in boy. Nope, that ain't it. Oh. You're a loser today, Tyler. How's it feel? Hey, no. <laughs> oh, man. It, Aww, it feels bad. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. But it is. It's C today. All the right. carjacking Aww. Lyft driver. Um, That's all right. We're going to hook you up anyway, Of Tyler. course we are, Tyler. <laughs> well, you guys are amazing, Q, on it, too. Thanks for all these memories. Oh, you bet. Yeah, pull off the perfect crime, and no one ever knows your name. That said, Jeremiah Charles is 19 years old. He carjacked a Lyft driver in Miami last month and drove off in her Toyota Corolla. She says he started punching her from the back seat until she got out of the car, but thankfully she's okay. Oh, wow. Yes. Again, his name is Jeremiah Verdon Charles. Jeez, Jeremiah. And we know that because he ordered the lift under his own name. Ah, jeez. He stole the car after booking a ride through the app. So the driver, all the driver had to do was just give the cops his info. And that's how they tracked him down. They arrested him at home. Found the car parked a block away. Jeremiah denied everything. Of course. And claimed, wait, I, I didn't even take lift today. <laughs> but they had it in their records. A community center security uh, camera also got him on video. So there was that. And now he is facing charges for robbery and carjacking. Ding dong. And there you go. Yep. And now speaking of like... I felt so bad for the DoorDash driver last night that we used because you know it was football night, so we got some oh, yeah. got some wings and some chicken tenders from Wingstop over here. Nice. This poor dude must have waited there an hour. Like we put the You're order kidding. in around six twenty-five. Oh wow! And it, it he didn't actually leave the place till like seven forty-five, which. I mean, you know they had to have been slammed because of the Bengals oh, game. Oh, I'm sure. And everybody had the same idea. We thought we were being clever by ordering early. Yeah. <laughs> you were not. But I was surprised that dude hang, hung in there. Mm -hmm. And and then, not, not only did he hang in there, he came right from the place to our house. Oh, like wow. I, thought, I was fully expecting him to make like 10 other stops just to try to make up some of that money, but sure. he didn't. Wow. So, did you tip him more? Yeah. he. I mean, he had a pretty good tip waiting for him anyway, but mm -hmm. then when he like came right to the house i'm like it you know that, that poor guy i'm yeah take care of him take care of him just sat there for an hour mm -hmm. but anyway good That's to be right. back yeah so i was out a few days i got covid how about that you had a very busy weekend last weekend not just yesterday oh you, i was I mean, you so were, run down yeah you were run down and you were around a ton of people yeah yeah and i was just kind of out of out of, you know, I was out of the out of the habit, like out of the zone. You know how, like when you get super busy and you're not following your healthy routine. Mm -hmm. Yes. So there was that, 
And I knew, like, I've been kind of feeling like a little mild throat thing the week earlier, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really enough to catch my attention and raise an alarm bell or yeah. say, hey, maybe, maybe stay in tonight. Yeah. Not that I really had that option, but yeah. And then it just sort of really, well, you heard me on, was it Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. By the end of the show on Tuesday, you'd completely lost your, oh my God. your voice was going. Well, right. plus I looked back at our um, Halloween video and you do look a, a bit tired in the video when we had on our fun outfits and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, so I just thought it was a head cold. Because that's all it's been. It's it's only been like from the neck up. Yeah, and, and you know you how get sinus infections. It's that time of year. It is that yeah. time of year. And last year, I got it on the same day because wow. I remember it was Halloween, and I was handing out candy that night. And I remember feeling like I was coming down with something that night. So I'm like, well, right on schedule. There you go. <laughs> wow. So you know how when you get a head cold, there's like a day where you know you're feeling like, oh, I just want to. Wrap up in a cold blanket and have a little cup of soup and just yeah. take it easy today. So I was feeling like that. Yeah. Um, but then like, the next day, I felt like I got hit by a truck. Yeah. It's never fun. No. Mm. And Kristen said, I don't know. You just, you really seem beat up for someone who just has a cold. I'm going to take your temperature. It was like 102.4. Oh, my God. Like that. It was crazy. Did you feel hot, though? That's what I was wondering. Did you have the chills and the heat? And all I stuff? was, okay, so I'm in the house, and I have, I have a long sleeve T-shirt. I had a fleecy quarter zip on, mm-hmm. and I had a thick, you know, that thick black down jacket I've had for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the house. Oh, wow. Shivering. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Well, hello, Jeff. <laughs> There's your sign. <laughs> when you have more than two layers on indoors, yeah. that's a bit of a... Right. She's like, no wonder you have a fever. I'm like, I'm freezing. Yeah. And she's like, I don't have a... T-. And I'm like, I'm not accusing you. I'm just saying yeah. this is how I feel. Yeah. So she said, well, I think you should take a COVID test. I think it's just a really bad... Please. Yeah. <laughs> just listen to me. Yeah. Well, because we knew... But all the COVID tests we had were old, so... Oh, we yeah. knew you had COVID, but... You then, did? I mean, no, we didn't know until you uh, told us, obviously. But, um, <clears throat> so Friday and Saturday, I, of course, you know, because when you're exposed to somebody with COVID, you're just like... Yeah, every little tickle, you like, oh, shoe I was sick drop. immediately. As soon as you sent the picture of the test, I Of had, course. I said, <laughs> that was it, man. But it was funny, because I, I know Jen is a bit of a hypochondriac. She so, was laying foundation for not coming yes. in tomorrow. So or, I was like... like how you feeling? Like, I'm like, I'm planning on feeling good. Yeah. I woke. Well, I had a like, headache, and that's how, when I've had it, that's how it started oh, for me. Was yeah. Right. And these weird little headaches, and I was tired, but, you know, I'm in the same boat. I run down. But, yeah, I was pretty convinced. And so I had the big craft show this weekend, so I tested on Friday night. Yeah, I tested Friday, sure. Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. I was like, well, because then that's the thing, because I also was like, I feel tired, but I think we just had a crazy busy week we here last week. And, you know, I was at remotes at LaSalle and Kroger, and so I was everywhere. And then I had to go to a funeral and a cheer banquet. And I'm like, I can't go in there knowing that we could be all exposed so I was just testing like crazy, and I forgot what a pain in the ass that was, sticking that thing up your nose for 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. Each that, side and swirling. The headache was telltale for me, because I never get headaches. Mm-hmm. And if I do get a headache, I can pinpoint why. 
take an aspirin and it's gone. Gone. Like yeah. I didn't eat today or I had too right. much caffeine the or whatever. The fact that I had a splitting headache was yeah. in part, yeah, something's up. So mm-hmm. so I took the test and it didn't, you know how like you're supposed to wait 15 minutes, like within 30 seconds, oh, yeah, I think, you, so, know. you know, yeah. positive. Yeah. Well, I think once it goes across the panel to the sea, right. you're like, okay, I don't have it or I do have it yeah. or whatever. So I, I, I do the little e-visit, you know, where you sort of like text the note, you fill out the thing on my chart that mm-hmm. goes to your doctor and, and man, I give her credit. Like it doesn't matter what time of the night it is. She's on that thing and she's like. I'm going to send you in a thing for Paxlovid. Mm-hmm. And uh, next morning, yeah, took the first dose. Leaves a nasty taste. It feels like I'm, like, I have an aspirin dissolving in my mouth. Gross. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I don't like about it, but it, man. Feel better. It's fast acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for me, like, I, I, I don't know what the current variant is or what the supposed symptoms are, but... My first bout was in January 2022. I had one day where I felt a little fluey, and then it was a like a mild head cold moving forward. And this was more like I got hit by a truck for three days, um, but it it never went like below the neck. You know, I didn't get all the respiratory. I, I didn't get thank goodness, yes. knock on wood. I didn't get any of the chest stuff or the gastrointestinal stuff they say some people get. I, that, yeah. The first time I had COVID in 2021, that was me. Like, I got the worst stomach part of it. Right. And that was worse for me than the actual, like, other COVID-y stuff, hmm. which was horrible. But then, like, Scott had it at the same time, and he was all respiratory. Like, he ended up getting the pneumonia. It's well, just so different for each yeah. person. Yeah, so... You know, the Paxlovid, it's like you take it twice a day. It's it's three pills twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. You know, I try to break it up like every 12 hours. I woke up the next morning after the first day, and it was like morning has broken. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Sun was beaming in. The fever had broke. It's great. So, anyway, I sound, I still sound like I, you know, I'm not well, but I did talk to Patty. She said, I'm good if you're feeling up to it for Monday. <laughs> I'm like, I I think I'm good. I, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Glad we'll just to have you back. Take it easy. See how you feel. Yeah. But it's all good. Glad everyone's healthy. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, God, how many days was I walking around with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Well, then you don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. Anyway, hope you're healthy. Yeah, Kristen's all right. So far. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. She's been doing a lot of hand washing in the house. Yeah, I'm sure. And the like. Yep. How did the uh, card warm up weekend go? Oh, our craft show over the weekend, the Grace Holiday Market. We, uh, Cards by Jacob, my son's business. We set up for two days and met just a ton of super awesome people came to visit him. A lot of listeners came and, and said hi and. It was just they awesome enough awesome. to spend some money. They spent some money. Yeah, good, we did. Good. We did very well. And Jacob was just so excited. He's just living his dream with this, creating his cards and selling them, and and making pretty nice little business for himself. That's that, great. You good know, for him. We hope to grow and to the point where he can hire some of his friends. 
That'd be great. That's the ultimate. You're going to be at the holiday market this weekend, too. We sure are. And if this is, you know, if this weekend was any indication of what we're going to experience this weekend, it's going to be just plain awesome. It's at the Duke Energy Center. We, you know what, Tim, we have our our hot list, hot ticket Mm -hmm. where you can win uh, VIP shopping and a $100 in Mary money. Today's the last day to get signed up for that. So, Make sure you go to WKRQ.com and check that out. Pretty cool. Brought to you by General Electric Credit Union. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of the Duke Energy Center, did you see how incredible it looked on NBC Sunday Night Football last night? Yes, I loved it. If you, in case you didn't miss it, like at the very beginning, you know, when they, when they open it up, you know, they got him sitting at the anchor desk and directly behind him, they had the orange Cincinnati sign. It looked Mm -hmm. great. We cannot get rid of that. I know. There's been talk, you know. Or yeah. They want to make it like a big LED board. Like they want to bring it into new technology and be able to change it Put up. Anything. And yeah, be able to make it like specific to the event or to whatever. And I'm like, I don't know until I see it. Yeah. But I also like too, did you see like the Reds, even the Great American Ballpark? Like they showed that they had all the Bengals signage up on their stuff and that was all lit up and orange and it just looks so cool. I love when we get showcased like that. Not to mention the crowd energy. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. What'd they say? It was over 66,000 fans back in the stadium. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they did sell a lot of standing room only tickets as well. Because I know this because Scott ended up going down to the game. And so we were looking at Ticketmaster kind of off and on yesterday all day. And they had all these standing room only tickets. So it was great to see that yeah. they were just trying to pack that place. And kudos to the fans. Kudos for to the fans. showing up and that Yeah, the aerial back, shots uh, over Paycor were incredible. The, the team was ready for the environment. Our fans were ready for this environment. You know, the second biggest crowd in, in Bengals history. We could feel them, you know. I, I really felt when Buffalo had the ball that they were loud, and they created some some issues there for them. And that energy certainly fueled us today. So that was awesome to see. I like the striped striped sections too. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that looks sick. What about when Joe Burrow hurt his finger and everybody? Oh my god! Just blood oh my god! What is happening? Oh, he had awful. like a really bad <laughs> nail issue, man. He it said, like "Hey, it's just football. Part yeah. of part of the game." Oh man! But it was gross. Yeah. It looked like it hurt. Mm-hmm. See, that would take me out of the game. Yeah. That's why I would never be an NFL done. quarterback. I'm Thank like, you. yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I hurt my finger. Can I please have a Band-Aid? It was such an emotional day, though. Like, they, you know, they talked a lot about DeMar Hamlin, and I guess he came into town on Saturday and took a lot of his staff from UC Health and the first responders to dinner at Jeff Ruby's Lampica which was really nice. And he announced that they're doing $1,000 scholarships and a lot of their names, which was very cool to see. That's huge. Yeah. And then last night after everybody had left the stadium, he was out there on the field all by himself. For That's a bit, great. Having a moment. Yeah. What yeah. a good Monday morning, man. That's two good Monday mornings in, in a, a row. row. We've had. <laughs> <laughs> We we'll got to keep em. this streak going. We'll take them. Yeah, it That's really great. felt like we were uh, firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So what will Joey Votto do Where moving forward? Go? Where will he go? Somebody's going to pick him up. You think so? I do. I mean, he wants to play. Don't you think somebody will pick him up? No? Maybe. 
don't know. He's like, expensive. do you want to keep playing or do you want to retire as a red? Well, he he said he wanted to play one more season because everyone felt like he was going to retire at the end of last season. And he was like, I think I'm going to play for another year. This past year, though, the, he he barely played. He spent a ton of time doing TV stuff, mm-hmm. like joining the play-by-play guys in the booth and doing tons on social media. So I kind of felt like he was I did too. leaning into the post-player stuff phase of his life. Yeah. But I don't think he's ready yet. I mean, he's the one that's got to be ready. I know, but if you were just going to do one more season with the Reds, you really want to do one more season with someone else? No, exactly. I don't know. It's hard to hang up the bat. Yeah. Wasn't the last No, game. I get it. He even talked about how, like, incredibly competitive he is. Like, how yeah. he's just, he can't help himself. He's just chomping at the he bit to get to back play. down on the diamond. Yeah. Well, wasn't the last game he played, was that the game he got kicked out of? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he, he doesn't want to. Can do he do that. like an honorary game or something? Yeah. He just wants to not end it that way. Yeah, yeah. I want to speak directly to you all. I just wanted to say, um, you know, if this is the last time I'll play as a Cincinnati Red, I want to speak out loud my gratitude. I want to thank Cincinnati for being so welcoming. It blossomed into the best stretch of my entire life. And it's because of the Cincinnati community that. I felt welcomed. The people on the street that would say hello, that would wish me and our team well. It was such an enjoyable experience. I just want to say thank you. And I'll always, always have a great deal of love. So thank you. And um, until next time. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Joey. Yeah. Okay. Coming up. Shop till you drop. Round three. I missed the run. Who got the run? Oh, I forgot oh, her name, but she I was a remember. yay girl. I loved it. Remember, she kept going like she yay! squealed. She was, she was a squealer. squealer. Yeah, she was it's a squealer. Great. She had six prizes. Was it, it was on fantastic. your show? Or our it was show? On our or? show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had the squealer, and then somebody else wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got that at seven forty. Also, are you happy with your? Sibling placement. I was. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.